0: And welcome to story time with tom and mike i'm tom
1: and i'm mike <laughs> and we have and, uh, Le-
2: yeah go ahead <laughs> and uh, i'm oh i'm Leroy. so we is. might sound a little sad uh <laughs> and that's
0: because we just lost 40 minutes of recording really good stuff <laughs> in my opinion but we tried to incorporate some media and we think it broke the client. <laughs> So, I, uh, you you give us something we will break it yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. my
0: bad not you are not your bad it was probably my fault i just probably fucked up and didn't
2: i should have tested it first i guess yeah. and and what yeah. lesson what lesson did Leroy learn today don't drop something to incorporate into the show five minutes before we start recording it.
0: <laughs> that is true. That's, That's, the lesson. <laughs>
2: That's the lesson learned today is this isn't Fox news. We can't just fuck it, do it live. We, yeah. can't do that. we,
0: we start recording at nine 30 usually. And at like nine o'clock he's like, so I got this thing I want to do. Is there any way I can? And I'm like, yeah, I guess we can do that. Well, whoa, apparently whoa. it exploded the fucking episode, and we're all very sad, but it's
2: time to move on. Somewhere that episode is still continuing in a parallel universe.
0: Yeah, it got finished, and we got a we got an award for it. Yeah, yeah the- everybody's
1: <laughs> almost ready to stop recording right now. <laughs> that's the that's the
2: episode in a parallel universe that like breaks the podcast open nationwide. And gets us booked on, like, fucking Jimmy Fallon and shit. There it goes. And there it went. So in a parallel universe, we're all about to become very rich. In this one, we're still waiting the impending dust storm that's apparently coming from the Sahara.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, hashtag
2: 2020 doesn't give a fuck.
0: Or what is it? The fucking cocaine bores?
2: Did you hear about the cocaine bores? Coke bores? What? The, okay, let's talk about, okay, hold on. Let's talk about the 2020 fucking bingo card for a minute. Sure. No, okay. I don't think what anyone had
0: ha- what all have we got now? So we've got, let's see Australian wildfires Austin. is how we
2: started the year.
0: Yeah, but also the fear that uh a, a particular action made by a certain member of the free world that uh happens to run it, uh said <laughs> that we thought was going to incite World War Three.
2: Yeah, we we had we had January was Australian wildfires yeah February was potential World War 3 that's right and then March was the virus well I mean it kind of started at the end of February but March really
1: or or, or November I mean but who's counting who knows who knows
2: and then April (laughs) April was still pretty much just the virus and then fucking murder hornets showed up which I think when this movie is made they have to point out how much of a plot hole in the story the murder hornets were they introduced well, a <laughs> the new character and then did nothing with it.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure Murder Hornets is on the uh is on the late two th- or two two thousand. Oh my god. The late 2020. I was gonna say 2020. The late 2020 um um
2: schedule for sci-fi, Murder Hornets. Yeah.
1: starring Ian Zering and uh somebody else from 90210 that you don't remember.
2: <laughs> they'll bring they'll bring in uh Kimberly Elise, the one who played the uh crazy woman that tried to kill Brandon well there you go I didn't even know that <laughs> I hate that I know that <laughs> I
1: you know I can understand why <laughs> I I'm not hate gonna make you for it because uh you know just a little while ago I thought of the theme song for Laverne and Shirley because of one word somebody said so it's not you know it you, is that, what it is you have you, such
0: you burst into that song many times uh, I have many recordings where it we It
1: fits so well into into things. It's I don't know, man. It's like the you know, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's yeah. like the same thing.
0: Laverne and Shirley can be connected to everything. You know, I, I have an interesting tale about the the Kevin Bacon game. So when my sister and I were kids, uh, I think I was it was when Apollo 13 came out. So, what year was that? Does anybody happen to know? 1995. Oh, 95. Okay, so I was I was graduating high school, and my sister hey, and so I. So was I. Hey, I was, so was I. It was the it was I think it was the summer <laughs> after that actually, and I was I we went out to we went to the beach and my sister and I ended up going to a movie theater, uh, so my parents could have some time alone. Ugh. And Uh yeah I don't want to think
2: about that
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. and all of a sudden it's a Sanford and Sun theme
0: <laughs> that is some That's strange porno that you're, you're watching <laughs> hey it all fits into that rule we're sitting in the theater and I think we're watching Apollo 13 and, and she said something about Kevin Bacon being in every movie and I'm like yeah and so for us it was like trying to name every movie we can think of that had him in it and it was a distressingly large number to the point where we started saying oh he played the lampshade in this movie oh yeah he was this in this movie yeah, yeah oh yeah don't you remember he was the mast on the ship in cabin boy so it became that the degrees of kevin bacon were zero he was in all films he was the, iceberg, he was the iceberg in titanic <gasps>
2: A lot of people don't realize that he was, he's the iceberg in Titanic. Like, come yeah, on. exactly. Exactly. But no, you're right though. Kevin Bacon is in an alarming amount of shit. Like I'm convinced that in this late stage of his career, he's just making movies. So there's no way you can't connect someone right. to him. You can connect the fucking Olsen twins to him.
1: I, I think know. somebody that you can truly connect to everything is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, That dude's that. been in 95% of the movies that were made in the last 10 years.
2: But you don't even need those movies. You need one, Avengers Endgame. Really? That's
0: true. There's so many fucking people. That is like a game changer, really. That's like, talk about an ensemble cast. At the last, what, 15, 20 minutes of the film, there's literally 90 celebrities on screen. Yeah. It, it is once. the...
2: That movie... And oddly enough, we talked about this on what we lost, kind of. So we're bringing it back around on um, that movie, that scene, the, the funeral scene for a spoiler alert character is the most expensive one day shoot in movie history. Really? Hmm. Kurt, you had Michael Douglas, Samuel L. Jackson, Brie Larson, um, eventually you had all of those top tier talent 25 some people in that movie for one minute and it is because of that one minute it is the most expensive one day shoot ever wow Hmm.
0: that's yeah because
2: because a lot of people thought they cgi'd them in like oh no they they cgi they shot them no they were actually all present on set together and then you look at that cast, and you look at how much money they still draw, and how much money they were getting for that movie, and you're like, no wonder that movie had to make two billion dollars; they had to pay everyone.
0: Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I guess. I guess they could have just snuck all their shots from the red carpet, but that wouldn't be as convincing,
2: right? No. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. They, they could have CGI everyone in, and but uh, yeah, it's and 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 movies. While we're on the subject, I think now, because of everything that happened, we're going to get back to the smaller movies, which is going to be a blessing, I think. I, I, because you're not going to be able to have those same – like, you won't be able to have a production the size of Endgame for years. Yeah. Because of all the safety <laughs> restrictions and everything. You're going to have people trying to figure out how to do these movies that would normally be a $250 million budget. For like 85 million.
0: Well, I'm a big fan of, for what something that I'm a big fan of are these uh, independent directors that are able to somehow crowdfund their work and just come out with uh, incredible stuff on shoestring budgets. And, and it like a great example is Panos Kosmatos. He is the son of the guy who did the. Uh, god what was that I don't remember but he has made a a couple of films one was called Mandy I think we discussed that before the other was called Beyond the Black Rainbow and this guy has made his movies with 100% physical effects there's no there's all practical effects no CGI whatsoever and I find that to be fucking incredible all shot on film real film and I think that's sort of care and dedication to craft is is sorely missing in hollywood. like hollywood is all about flash bang, flash bang, flash bang. i like a little more subtlety. I, it's like a fine cheese. You know? <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you really well, see movie theaters surviving through uh, all this? it's no. going to ch-
2: it's going to change. it's, it's going to change. yeah. because the days of a packed movie theater may never come back, but if they do come back, we're into twenty twenty two. Like it's gonna take a while, like, cause movie theaters are gonna be starting at thirty percent capacity. Right. So like you're not gonna like tenant which I think is gonna be one of the most mind fuck movies that Chris Nolan has made yet. I think it's gonna out mind fuck Inception. Um needs to be a billion dollar movie. And it's not going to be a billion dollar movie now. Right. Like it's going to do well. Mm. It's also going to be because there's no movies really until next year. It's also going to play forever. Like that shit's going to come out on July 31st and it will still be in theaters at Thanksgiving. <laughs> like <laughs> that shit is just going to play because there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. um i think you'll get the big event movies i think like black widow will make more money won't make as much money as it should would have made had it gotten released in may but i think that's going to be a big one i think wonder woman will be a big one um but i really don't think you'll get those kind of on mass theater goings until <sighs> at the very least Maybe Christmas for Top Gun, but I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see substantially packed theaters until next summer, and you still will never see i don't I think the days of rolling up ten minutes before the movie starts and being sold out are over,
0: yeah, for a long time but i I think it's also uh the, that's assuming everything is going according to how it's going now, but we're also probably looking at an upsurge in coronavirus cases in yeah. the next few months. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean there
1: are there already has been with all these areas opening up and right. uh, people's refusal that, oh, well, everything now like in Pennsylvania, everything's going green. So that means I don't have to wear a mask, and I can go do this, and I can go do that, and that's simply not the case, and that's not what the guidelines dictate. It's going to continue to you know. uh,
2: to incubate and and you know come out. Leave it to the American attention span to just decide that the virus is canceled. Know. <laughs> yeah,
1: we forgot about it, so it must be gone.
2: Yeah, like ah, uh, we've we've fucking seen this episode. Let's change the channel. No, yeah. the show they're still making the they're still making the show. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just...
0: it's not a show. Actually, it's kind of called real life and. There's yeah, limited and budget. Shit. You can't yeah. just
2: change the channel to be like, ooh, let's go swimming. You can't just do that.
0: Yeah. And if it's, if it's, a, if any similarity to anything about any show, it's kind of like Game of Thrones in that, yeah, that person you really, really like could fucking die. See, yeah. I've equated it to The Walking Dead because of that. Because For
1: I feel reason, like every yeah. time I go out, I'm walking into a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well any and and here's the thing, here's the thing. You <laughs> mentioned you mentioned the walking dead, and my first thought is it's a virus, and it's a virus in the walking dead. I'm telling you, I'm still not entirely convinced these people aren't gonna fucking come back. And then we got a whole new problem. <laughs> In
1: times like these, I just remind everybody let's look back across old Simpsons episodes and see what the prognosticator Matt Groening has shown us <laughs> and truly, truly put it into practice that we're paying attention to it so that we know what's coming. Oh, I think Groening is a toxic- the
0: great prognosticator. He's, fucking he time time he <laughs> He's a fucking time wise. traveler. He's a time traveler. He's got to be. <laughs>
1: There have been so many, th- it's, it's no longer coincidence. Yeah. At this point.
2: Yeah. You reach a point where you're just like, all right. Okay. He's okay. Ha ha funny. Ha, ha And then something else happens and you're like, ah, all right. That was a okay. But by like the fifth or sixth one, you're like, no, hold the fuck on here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, something is afoot. <laughs> Where's your DeLorean. Please tell me it doesn't need plutonium. Please tell me it has Mr. Fusion because I've got plenty of garbage I can throw on it. Oh the yeah.
0: The, on the other hand, you also have to realize that this has been a weekly show consistently, not like seasons where it's like, oh, they're not how long how long is a season of The Simpsons? Like thirty-six episodes, seventy-two episodes? 20,
2: 25 episodes.
0: Really? That's all? I yeah. would think it's probably a little more than that, but I'm, I'm not certain no, the, on that. I don't the, know.
2: The standard TV season for anything is typically 22 to 25. Cartoons, though, typically uh, have a different um... – But this is considered a primetime cartoon, yeah, so it I mean, runs, right like, a, more, it runs like a weekly, regular show.
1: Yeah, more weekly than daily,
2: so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not like yeah. fucking Chippendales Rescue Rangers where there was like 75 episodes a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so – but the, for all of this shit to be happening – like i you know I, I, here's what i think and this is a fucked up theory a lot of people have it though it's fucked up theory 2012 rewind the brain to 2012 okay and everyone's like oh the world's gonna end the world's gonna end blah blah mm-hmm. blah my calendar etc 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 that's also the year they fired up the hydrant collider hmm mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Right. there is a there is a prevailing theory among sci-fi nerds that the Hydron collider fucked up the multiverse
0: yeah and put us
2: in the worst reality and brought all and like started blending the universes
1: Right. It really feels like the only feasible explanation for
2: 2016 forward. Because how they <laughs> he- Well not even not even that. Just 2000- I know, I know. 2012 forward. All of a sudden you've got superstorm Sandy. You've got a climate change going through the roof. You've got fucking Fukushima went because of an earthquake and you know mm-hmm. Godzilla's fucking out there somewhere now. You've got you've got you know who was president. You've got all this weird random shit happening and it's stuff that no one i never heard of the term polar vortex until they started saying polar vortex a few years ago and they just want us to accept that this has always been a thing i'd never heard that term until like 2015 and now they're saying that this dust storm that's coming across the atlantic from the sahara is something that happens every year how does a
1: dust storm make it across water
2: trade winds, the, uh, the, the air current it's in the upper atmosphere, just carrying it. And they're saying that this is going to cause the tropical storm season to be interrupted. Pretty sure if that was something that happened every year, We'd know what it about, sound like yeah, that was yeah. the first I, I time I was like, hearing it. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I wouldn't be
1: asking the question, how does it make it across the ocean if I if it was an
0: every year occurrence? There yeah. was a comic book that I read that so has a very similar narrative and plot to what we're apparently experiencing right now. And it was called um Mad, a- Mad magazine. Aether, oh shit, Aether, never mind. Ether Mechanics. And it it sort of takes place. In like Sherlock Holmes, England, but it's a steampunk universe and the world war has just ended, strangely enough, even though the time frame for that isn't correct. And all these things are mixed and mashed together. And eventually they meet this guy who keeps shifting in and out of reality. And he tells them that he was a physicist at the large Hadron Collider, and he had a tablet computer on him you know, on him in his pocket that had his work notes and stuff in it, but it also had all kinds of anime and stories and videos and games and all this other stuff. And he got caught in a beam or something happened where there was an explosion. He got caught in the midst of it and it disassembled him and reassembled him and reassembled all reality around the tablet that was in his pocket. And it basically encoded all that extra information, all those shows, all the all the uh, mythos surrounding those shows, all the fan theory. Anything canonical and non-canonical got sucked into this new universe and became – Thank you for the sound effect. Yeah, did you like that? I thought that was I good. I did. And, and, and got – basically got – compiled into a new universe and that sounds a lot like what the fuck you're talking about Leroy
2: (laughs) yeah I mean there's just too much random shit coming together Mm. like the the fucking murder hornets which again fucking plot hole but whatever and now June coke boars. so let's talk about the coke boars for a minute
1: yeah I'd like to know about these so
2: this is in Italy okay and I guess feral Wild boars wandered into a forest or some shit and found $22,000 worth of cocaine and ate it.
0: Now, how much, how much cocaine is that? Yeah. I'd like to get an idea how much cocaine that is. Because if that's just like <laughs> if you could not
1: use metric and give it to me in the imperial way, like in pounds or ounces or something, it'd make it a lot easier for me to understand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, hold on a second. So
1: I don't Let's know what the out. market value on Coke is right now. That's I don't all know, I'm kid. saying.
0: Maybe not the best thing to Google either. Like, so how much? For- <laughs> the fucking NSA no. is looking at you right now. How much for a
2: pound googled, of Coke? I googled fural for cocaine. Okay. Um, Newsweek, a stash of cocaine worth $22,000 in an Italian forest by a gang of suspected drug dealers. Really? Are they just suspected drug dealers? Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Like, I feel, feel like uh, cocaine doesn't just usually get piled up like that. It's not, it's not my
0: coke. What are you talking about? It's not my, it's not my
1: coke. <laughs> it was all for personal use. Yeah. <laughs> $22,000 $22, doesn't sound like a lot for coke, though. So no, I, may, maybe, maybe the like, market isn't as good in Italy.
0: I don't know. I'm picturing like maybe like six of those bricks, you know, like those bricks. I you think always that's see in even TV too shows. much. I'm thinking it's probably like four of those bricks. Four to Okay. So four to six. But of even those still, I mean, it was a substantial amount of
1: enough for these boars to become Coke boars. Yeah. As they are now known. Well, here we go. Here we go. So here's the a recreational use Coke boars.
2: Just in, just in case you're worried about wondering about the street value. Um, Let's see. So two kilograms, approximately 4.4 4 pounds of cocaine every month, was netting them around $19 and $120 per gram. So if there's $22,000 and we look at an average of 105... Were these boars selling it? I have no idea. It sounds like they were. That's 209 <laughs> grams of Coke and... How many grams of Coke in a pound? I'm <laughs> Googling that. I really I feel care. like
1: the, as soon as you Googled like current market value of cocaine, <laughs> somebody <laughs> went, what <laughs> the fuck? How many grams?
2: Let me just put how many grams in a pound. There we go. I'll leave the cocaine out of it. Um, and now because my phone listens to everything, Amazon's going to be trying to fucking sell me fucking cocaine tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: You're yeah. going to get a call from a guy with a real funny name tomorrow morning. And he's going to be like, yo, I heard you want some Coke.
0: No, you'll no. be on you'll be on Facebook and you'll get the wish ad and it'll just be a little Coke spoon. <laughs> yeah, the only bad thing about Wish Coke is it's not pure. Oh yeah. You know it's terrible. Oh yeah. Because it, it only like, costs like
1: three cents
0: per gram. And it only takes it takes like six weeks to get to your home.
2: So if that four point four pounds was selling for roughly hundred and five bucks, um And there's 453 grams in a pound. That's a shitload of Coke. That's actually a shitload of Coke.
0: Hmm. Wait, so they're selling a pound of cocaine for $100?
2: It was like 4.4 pounds for like between 90 and 120. So if you divide 22,000 by say 105, that means there were 209 bundles. Of 4.4 4 pounds. So let's say 209 times okay. 4. Okay. I was just,
1: I was figuring the price out. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess I was a little off
0: on on what I thought that
1: would be. Because <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm, I'm,
0: I'm not a Coke user, but I'm here to tell you right now that you spend a hundo, you're going to get fucking a little
2: fucking baggy. Roughly $378,000, <laughs> 378,000 grams of okay. Coke. That's okay. a lot of Coke. That's that's a lot of tonic, yeah, that's a lot of cohorts. So but. these boars, these wild boars in a forest in Italy. Um, and I w- so I went back to my Google search. So the first headline was feral hogs find and Destroy king worth 22000 The next, the next headline, apparently the boars were in on it. Hungry wild boars in Tuscany <laughs> eat $22,000. of, of how, great, eat. how great that they're in Tuscany. $22,000 of cocaine to foil drug dealers. So, like the boars were in on it, like oh. the boars were working with the feds. So, like the feds sent the boars in to eat the coke to foil the drug dealers.
1: You guys are missing the biggest takeaway from this, though. There is now going to be a delicious rustic cocaine-infused pork available only in Tuscany. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine oh my
0: god tuscan oh. cocaine tuscan cocaine pork
2: dude it sounds delicious and you know Actually. what the menu is you know gonna say Market price. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is the Leroy special.
2: <laughs> It'll be the only menu in the world that instead of market price actually says street value. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. So the price price varies according to street
2: value. So that's, <laughs> so that's a thing. And we're gonna wrap up June with this dust storm coming from the Sahara, which apparently is gonna lead to less tropical storm activity and lower humidity bonus and that's how we're going to end june
0: i don't know if you guys had caught on the news about two weeks ago now there was uh about 12 or 13 earthquakes recorded in a 24-hour period at Yellowstone. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but Yellowstone National Park has a caldera in it, which is a dormant supervolcano. Yeah, I've actually heard about this. Supervolcano. Oh, boy, that's fun. Let's talk about what a supervolcano is. A supervolcano is like a loaded fucking shotgun under the earth just waiting to pop. And the right earthquake could potentially shoot fucking lava and ash into the air a thousand feet. It would spread over the black entire, out the sun.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Entire country. The entire country would be covered in ash. It'd be like fucking Pompeii times a million. Yeah. It'd be a disaster of unrivaled proportions in any human history recorded up to this date.
2: And somewhere Tom Hanks is hoping he doesn't get diagnosed with a brain cloud. A brain cloud? Yeah. You, come on, Joe versus the volcano. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot wow. about that. Wow, I, I haven't seen what? that
1: movie since, I don't know, it came
0: out. I Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm very, totally not getting that one, but. Yeah, I'm not either, but I remember a very somber scene at the beginning of that movie where he's working for some guy
2: who makes him, like, silicon testicles. <laughs> his, his meltdown when he finally leaves that job is how I always envisioned myself one day leaving an employer, just walking in and just ripping in to the person who has their thumb on my soul at my job. Like I've always envisioned it is one of the most epic teardowns of the man that I think has ever been put to film. It's fantastic. And so if you haven't seen the film, spoiler alert, Tom Hanks plays a character, gets diagnosed by with a brain cloud. And he's convinced that because he has a terminal illness, he should go jump into this random volcano on this remote island. So the people on that island will trade some sort of mineral with the United States government. Okay. And there you Hmm. go. So right now, if you've got a super volcano out there in Yellowstone, somewhere Tom Hanks is going, fuck, I made this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, except and it
2: didn't do that well at the box office. Like, I don't
0: remember it being terrible, but I don't remember much about it. And usually, like, I'm pretty impressionable. So you know, it's a
2: very underrated movie. Yeah, I, I'd have to watch it again for sure. Meg Ryan I'd be plays to do three it. parts. Really? Yeah, it's hmm. it's it's an interesting movie. It was one of those movies in 1990 where somebody said i imagine back to the coke for a minute somebody walked into somebody walked into the studio and said i have this idea for a guy who gets conned into jumping into a volcano and the studio said "Eh, how much does it cost (laughs) and they got the amount and they said hold on They did a bump and they were like, here, here you go. Here's the money. Because as soon as the coke hit, it's a lot how we got Sharknado. Drugs were clearly involved. (laughs) So, you know, it's, but yeah, it's underrated. I think it's one of Tom Hanks' better movies from that era. But uh, so many underrated movies are out there, though. Like we were talking on the original, on the original runaround about Richard Linklater movies. Yeah. And and how so little of his work is really widely known. Like you have the big titles, like you have the Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and all that. You have movies like Boyhood, but then you have some of the smaller movies that you mentioned one, uh, Tom, and I hadn't heard of it. Uh, Um, Waking Life. Yeah. Yeah. So these little movies that no one knows about.
0: Well, I think to be fair, all his movies were little little movies. They were just some of them gained critical acclaim, like especially Dazed and uh, Confused." dazed and Confused." That's all right, all right, all right. Yeah, have you all ever right, heard all right? Have you ever heard Matthew uh little
2: explanation for why he says all right, all right, all right? I've never actually heard that. I was just figured it was a line from the movie and he it just kind of ran with it.
0: it. No, there is a story behind it. He was, he it's improv. <laughs> and this just tells you about McConaughey. Hmm. He's like, my character had four things in his life. He had pot. He had beer. He had his fucking car. And he had girls. well, he was in his car. All right. He had some weed on him. All right. He had a beer in his hand. All right. What was left? No girl. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he's looking for that fourth all right. Wow. That's his whole motivation throughout the entire movie hmm. is to have a girl on his arm. He, In many ways, he's kind of pathetic because he's sitting there looking at these younger girls and just sort of trying to live out his his glory days from high school, but he hasn't evolved as a human being at all. <laughs> it, that's such a great movie. I mean, it's so good on so many levels. Did you well, guys
1: it- know that he was also, that Linklater was also the voice of the tour bus driver in Beavis and Butthead do America?
0: Uh, no, I did not, Mike, and I don't remember uh-huh. mentioning that in the previous recording.
2: I feel as I feel as though this is new information.
1: I thought you guys might think that that was something new. It was no.
2: actually new. It,
0: it, it, it actually was new information
2: first, originally when yeah. we did this the first time around. Yeah, It, it blew was, my mind
0: the first time. I was it, like, "Holy
2: shit!" It was what, and this is us pathetically trying to recreate that moment for you. Um, but it did. It blew our minds, and hey, did you? You also know that Alanis Morissette covered my humps in 2007.
1: Did you guys also know that Tori Amos covered the Slayer song, Raining Blood? I did not know that.
0: Interesting. Wow. (laughs) Fascinating
1: information, guys. (laughs) And it's the first time we're hearing of it. (laughs) You
2: know, although maybe it's like the Mandela effect. I could have sworn I heard that before. I don't know. Hey, by the way, it's still recording. It is. I checked. We are still. I've been looking
1: literally the entire time. I keep glancing up at it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I have all my all my windows on my desktop arranged. I'm not wasting my gift on this shit. I can see that, and I swear, (laughs) as long as we got that little red blinking light, we're good. Yeah. Um, the only time you don't want that's what
0: they want you to think, man. They want you to love that red blinking light.
2: They want you to be recorded. It doesn't
1: matter what you do right now. They're already looking at you from what you were just Googling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your name's on the watch list now. (laughs) They always say, they always say that, oh yeah, you know, I, I, I I was talking about something and next thing you know, I was on my phone. Well, that exact thing happened to me the other day. I ordered, I was talking to a friend, we were going to order food. And uh, she was like, well, what are you going to get? I'm like, I'm thinking about getting Primanti Brothers and Hershey. And she's like, well, I was think that works out well because I wanted to pick up from um, uh, Chipotle. Well, next thing you know, I'm looking at my phone literally minutes later and there's a Chipotle ad on my fucking phone. I'm like, I've never seen a Chipotle ad on anything that I've looked at on Facebook or any other social media until that fucking moment. And I was like, that is – and the thing that bothers me is that it doesn't bother me enough. That's the part that really concerns me is that that should scare the fuck out of me, but I'm so desensitized to the state and its ability to monitor me that I'm just kind of like, all right. Well, I mean for me, uh, I am
1: just like there's nothing I can do about it anyway, so –
0: Right. I, it's I,
1: ap- it, it, it really doesn't matter. It's it's more apathetic than it is anything else. It is. I'm like, eh. well, so what if they know what my preference is when it comes to, you know,
0: a sandwich, right? Something. Like who yeah. cares? Yeah. Well, I have nothing to hide per yeah. se, but but it's still it's distressing to realize how little of what we have is actual privacy anymore. I think that uh, yeah, the, I mean,
1: depending on on yeah, I mean, carrying your phone into your bathroom makes your bathroom probably a lot less private than you think it is. Yeah, I've I mean I I've heard uh, you know of cameras being turned on on phones and everything oh, yeah. else without you knowing about it, and I'm like, boy, they've seen some things on me that they are probably sorry they saw. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have nothing because like... I wanted to look and see what that itch was being caused by. So guess what they saw? You know.
2: <laughs> well, and it's like it's like, you know, with the uh, with the current situation with the virus and the masks and all of that, and everyone's like, I'm not gonna get a vaccine. That's how Bill Gates is gonna put a chip in me to track me. If anybody's um, gonna put a chip in me, I hope it's Bill Gates because um, hold, that guy's got money. Hold on. Um, person who just used their phone with a GPS that can track where they are to type that comment. Yeah. yeah.
0: Motherfucker. You accepted what? the number of the beast a long goddamn time ago. Like, we all did like the we device you
2: used to post that insane comment. Yeah. More about where you are.
0: <laughs> you know how they say, don't get his Mark. We've all got the damn thing. It's in our pocket all the time. And it makes for an omniscient, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-wise figurehead. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Where's that that figurehead at? Yeah, isn't that really? (laughs) Well, yeah. Well... It's the illusion of one, but really it's, it's you know, it's the NSA or the CIA or whoever happens to be watching us. And for whatever reason, I'm, I'm sure that they have such advanced language technology that they can even tell the difference between a serious conversation about a hot topic and a negative and, and, and a, 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 a sort of jokey one, you yeah. know? I mean, they can probably be like, oh, these guys are just dropping in words. That's We're going to put that in an off file. But we really are looking at these guys because we already expect them. Like, they're mostly monitoring people that they anticipate are a problem, I'm sure. Yeah, like, it's... They don't have endless fucking resources. They don't have, like, a trillion people out there employ. <laughs> well, that we know of. <laughs> unless they're from, like, the fucking... Unless it's, well... like, uh, what's that movie, um, They Live? You need to think about it this way.
1: They may not have a trillion people in their employ, but they do have a trillion devices in their employ. So technically, they kind of do. Yeah, that's true.
2: It's 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 crazy though. We like, better
1: stop talking about it before they shut us down.
2: Yeah, really. Yeah, that's man. actually that. That's why the recording stops. This this is the one thing <laughs> they're not listening to. Come on, uh, <laughs> that,
1: that should be an advertising point for us. The podcast so bad, even the NSA doesn't
2: want to listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I think that might not attract our target demographic though. Yeah, that, yeah. that might that might attract the, uh, uh, the a certain... yeah the
1: the conspiracy theorists and uh, all that. So maybe we need
2: to start listening to this. That'll that'll well, I mean, attract hey, QAnon. Listens, man. <laughs> Next thing you know, QAnon will be like, these guys know the, the fucking truth. <laughs> like, no, no, QAnon, go away. Who the <laughs> hell is QAnon? You don't know, okay, know what QAnon so, is? No. So QAnon, oh my god, these people, they have Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna get on the subject. QAnon is this extremely right-wing conspiracy theorist group like take take the most extreme right-wing thing that you know
1: of and take that times like a million and um and just as
0: ignorant
2: okay so so, like QAnon, for instance, I saw this video. I like to look at a certain. Are,
0: are we in danger by having a conversation about them? I don't <laughs> no. know.
2: Maybe who knows? <laughs> they they take the the slightest little thing, and they find, they find something in it. So, like, I was scrolling a certain world leader's Twitter feed today, and there was a GIF of him making a circle, and like drawing a line and they highlighted the circle with like Madden's fucking teleprompter QV, teleprompter whatever the fuck mm-hmm. thing to make it look like he was drawing a cue as a signal to them okay so that's <laughs> one well, like they have this theory that tom hanks because everything leads back to fucking tom hanks fuck kevin bacon everything <laughs> i to think tom that hanks. you
1: i think that you are unknowingly a member of this group because you had a tom hanks conspiracy theory
0: already we had, they we had an episode that we actually talked about tom hanks uh and
2: conspiracy theories but the conspiracy theory about tom hanks is that he's actually like a, um a a uh what's the word i'm looking for um A CIA asset? He he enjoys underage. Okay, yeah, I've heard that one. Mm. And that, like, he's had people murdered. And that, like, these pictures he takes randomly of, like, his coffee cup lid on the ground next to a crumpled receipt is him, like issuing a hit for somebody because oh that's the cap from his coffee cup and there was this guy named cappy that commented about how tom hanks is a member of the secret illuminati so this was tom hanks putting out a call to have that guy murdered and it's like this weird ridiculous leap of insanity
0: yeah yeah like a total total leap of logic <laughs> Aren't
2: most of those
1: conspiracy things though
0: and, well- and- Here's the thing about conspiracy theories that bothers me. There are plenty of conspiracy theories that are happening right in front of us with ample proof that they are happening. But Mm -hmm. you get lumped in with the fucking idiots like this one who with, they, with their re- insane concepts and like no, no if you look very clearly at frame 159 30 seconds right there when she turns her hands come together in a pyramid that is clearly a member of the, the symbol of the Illuminati and that is the all-seeing eye she is clearly a devil worshiper and a <laughs> demon and disguised as a human being these disguised these aliens I see them, I've seen them with my own eyes hey, transform in, on in my
1: book. In my book, anybody who randomly puts their hand into a pyramid while they're walking is definitely up to something. Yeah, so yeah they're I'm getting ready saying. to
2: do the diamond cutter from Diamond, from Diamond Dallas page oh, That's whew, what they're getting coming ready to down do. The steps, yeah, I got they're it. They're getting ready to do the diamond cutter. That's all they're doing. <laughs> um, but now the real terrifying part about this is there are something like 50. Pro QAnon or QAnon believers that are presently running for office in this country. Oh boy. Well, I bet there's even some
1: that are in office. I, I'm
2: i sure like of that. They're gonna make the tea party look like a fucking Christmas party. Like they're
1: and the bad the- thing is you know that there's gonna be a whole bunch of people that are gonna believe stuff no matter how asinine, you know, convoluted, etc. It is. So
0: yeah. Oh, well, he, if nothing else, 2020, well, 2016 through 2020 have been a lesson in how confirmation bias works. And if you ever really wanted to see mob mentality and confirmation bias combined, well, you've had it. You've had it for the last fucking so many months now. You know, like, oh, yeah, um, we're all being. We're, 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 uh, gonna, what the fuck am I trying to say?
1: I don't know. It'd be helpful if we did though.
0: Yeah, it would be useful, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, like.
2: Hold on. Let me get out my Tom decoder ring. Get out of here. You sh- Get out of here. You get no weight. That's what you signed my yearbook with one year. Um...
0: <laughs> you get him, Boyd. You gimp. I remember uh, I, that was one of cuz we I was always quoting Red Dwarf which I don't think Leroy that you had ever watched.
2: I'd seen uh, bits and pieces of Red Dwarf. I have watched more of it since our our time at the yeah. at the DC Votec.
0: Yeah, at the time though, I remember you not being like particularly a fan or just not really familiar with the source material, but I was always doing quotes from it and you told me I can't use the word gimp because it meant someone who was um uh, uh disabled and i was like super disappointed i was like well shit i really like that word
2: and then you came in and then you uh, yeah and i was always ruining everybody's fun like well,
0: no I, dude you were you you were probably a proto uh prototype to the the mentality of hey you know we really need to call people out on this shit
2: And we've had this conversation where I was straight edge before people even knew what straight edge was. I say that that comes back to the eighties. My man, that goes back to the eighties, but walking around (laughs) with my, with my black trench coat on, not drinking, not smoking, not partying.
0: Oh, you were definitely part of the straight edge. I'm not going to deny that for a second, but. But I didn't I, even know it at the time. I was just like, I just don't do this shit. Like, at the fuck? Here, like, here's the thing about you, Leroy. You were a true punk, and you always were. You just didn't know it at the time because <laughs> most people think of a punk, they think, oh, green hair and like spikes. And no, a punk is just somebody who's like, fuck the rules. I'm going to do it this way because it's more fun
2: yeah but now in the world we live in i'm like fuck the rules say we're a fucking mask we're a goddamn mask yeah i
0: know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know right exactly exactly God right damn it.
2: That's how, dare, how dare you yeah fucking come on man and if and, i ask
1: you to stand six feet behind me don't be a bitch and stand there and look at me funny
2: yeah it's it's this it's amazing how we evolve though right like like, yeah. You know, I was a punk, but I didn't really like punk music. Whatever. Yeah. Um, you didn't bon have jo- to. Bon Jovi for the win, please.
0: Yeah. Your um, music, I know your music tastes are pretty um, kind of like, well, I wouldn't say odd. They're just pretty, they're pretty sort of.
1: Anthrax for the win,
0: please. Like, Sorry. They, they fit into a box. I don't know what the box is exactly. But <laughs> Nobody they knows what the box is. They fit in the Leroy box. That's all it needs yeah, to do, yeah, man. exactly. You, know, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Exactly. You are who you That's are. True. You like what
1: you like. It's the way it works. You, I, you... I,
0: I'll put it this way. In the Venn diagram, because I know your musical taste, and in the Venn diagram, about the only overlap we have is a little bit of Billy Joel. Uh, <laughs> and, and I know you like the Counting Crows.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I can dig
1: Billy Joel, and I think Counting Crows. The Adam, whatever the heck his name is, was a whiny bitch, so I don't even want to hear him.
2: Well, Well, it's amazing how our tastes. I used to think that way too, but our tastes change, yet they stay the same. Mm -hmm. Like, it's amazing that, like, case in point, a band like Bon Jovi. They have they have changed over the years to fit like whatever the new version of pop rock is for that era. Right. Like new Bon Jovi doesn't sound like Bon Jovi from the eighties, but I kept listening to them, but I can't stand new bands that sound the exact same way
0: Mm.
2: (laughs) because it's like in my brain. I'm like, fuck that. You're just copying the people that came before you. Yeah. Like you're not bringing anything new to the table, which is how we get Nickelback. I think
0: this
1: is, this is basically what one Oh five, seven plays all day long. Every single band that sounds like disturbed has a place on that channel all day. Yeah. Because everything that gets played on that channel sounds exactly the same. And Win44
2: doesn't know what kind of radio station it is based on the shit it plays. (laughs) I've always been.
0: Here's here's what I think, for me, musically, like one of the things that really shaped me is having an older brother who was also really into music and had friends who were really into music and who had a BMG account. (laughs) So. He had so many CDs and every like two weeks he was getting more like stacks of new CDs. He'd spend oh, yeah. all of his allowance, so tons, tons, tons. And I'd be like, yeah, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? I'd be like, yeah, I'm not listening to that right now. You can take it. I was it. the same so, way with
1: my big brother and my dad's vinyl.
0: Yeah, and finding finding all this music, and then like as I got older, it was like, I need to dig deeper, I need to dig deeper, I need to look at stuff that I've never heard before. And now you've got resources like Spotify, where if you like this artist, you might also like this artist, and the more stuff that you like, the more it starts to try to find stuff that you might also like. And right now it's not the best, but it's getting better. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Hmm. And, and you bring up BM, BMG and, and God, that's a fucking flashback. Cause they blackmailed your ass. Oh yeah. Like they would just send you shit because they knew you weren't going to bother to fucking call them and tell them not to.
0: <laughs> right, right,
2: Like, right. a Columbia House. Like, you realize how many movies my grandparents got sent to them from Columbia House because they wanted, like, one in 1983? Right. Like, all of a sudden, like, why do you have every episode of Green Acres? What the fuck? It's like... Because it is a classic it, good show. It reruns on TV all the time. Why are we collecting the VHS <laughs> of that? Tom, <laughs> I got, well, Tom, well, they fucking sent it to me, so... I got a blast from the past for you that I...
1: Just tripped across last night, which made me laugh. Uh Meat puppets.
0: Meat puppets. Yep. Oh God, yeah, beef puppet. That was it. I was, there was I
1: was looking through some stuff from this one YouTube video that I watched of this guy who does like blues history, and a name popped up, and I was like, I was sounds familiar to me, and I started going through it, and eventually it led me to the Meat Puppets, and they are still a band, mm. and still. Making albums and good music, really good music. Oh, yeah. But uh, it just, it made, I thought of you immediately. The
2: well, meat puppets.
0: Because there was, uh, we were in shop one day, and this kid uh, who's a ninth grader who was touring our shop that week. <laughs> and you were in what grade now? I was probably in 11th grade or okay. 12th. Just,
1: wanted to, just for the sanctity of, uh, you know. Understanding it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm sitting in class and this guy or this shop and this this kid's talking about Lorena Bobbitt. And he's like, Yeah, it was really funny. Like it was on, t- it was just like something he would listen to on the radio. And he's like, Yeah, it was really funny. He's like talking about Lorena Bobbitt. And he's like, I wouldn't like it if someone cut off my meat puppet or my beef puppet. <laughs> and beef puppet became like my fucking word. God, my, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Of course I do. Do you remember that time in the uh, really progressive English teacher's class? He was like the really progressive like like t- Teach by learning Or something like that Learn by teaching. That sounds like every no, teacher's way of learn, doing things It's
2: a little late for us to write this to you But that's <laughs> kind of how school fucking works Teach by like, teaching
0: Learn <laughs> learn by teaching Where he kind of like made you teach yourself In a way and, and you had to do it all Competency based and you decided What your grade was based on your level Of input and your That you, is pretty progressive Aggressive. it was yeah it was pretty cool but um yeah he was he had us do this round robin thing and i said uh, i must have been some kind of beef puppet and everybody in the fucking room went crazy about it and they no one knew what i meant
2: <laughs> Here, here's here's what i remember from that era Here's what I remember about that class. I will never forget it because I I had this thought. I might have even expressed it out loud. It was like the first day of sophomore year. And this really progressive English teacher who shall remain nameless. um, Flat out said, I'm not here to teach you how to diagram a sentence. If you're in my class and you don't know that yet, something's wrong. Yeah. Now we have... Like teachers that just like oh eh, pass everybody eh, yeah pass yeah. everybody like and and these kids are gonna end up in tenth grade and they're not gonna know how to diagram like it alarms me the oh, they don't ba- teach it they don't the teach it of, at all the amount of basic shit well you guys mm-hmm. know why that is though right. No, I doubt' no behind.
1: Well, it's now it's not just that. It's also because all of these school districts, um they are essentially graded by and and their funding is all based on their you know pass fail for all oh, like, yeah for all the kids. Yeah. so so of course, they're not going to fail anybody. They're going to pass because look, we have a 100% graduation rate. We have a 100% passing rate. Look at us. Give us more money, and right. uh, that's that's essentially what it all what it all amounts to. Just to yep. break it down to the most basic.
0: And I, I have, didn't. I have yeah. friends who are teachers who can absolutely. I have children who are in school
2: that I've seen that you know. Yeah. In I practice, and I am alarmed on an almost daily basis the amount of basic shit that the 14 year old that I live with. Mm-hmm. doesn't know
1: but if they could understand that common core stuff you know i i give them i give them a little bit of uh, credit for that because yeah. that's the most confusing shit that's ever existed on the face of the planet
2: but it's not it's i not. think it is it's what you already do in your head
1: it might be what I do in my head, but it doesn't it doesn't look like what I do in my head when it's on paper.
2: Exactly. On paper, it looks like you're trying to fucking solve for time travel. But in your <laughs> head, like with the whole rounding to 10 and all of that, like – and all of the round to 10 and then you do this and you strike that. Like I used to do that on the reg at my previous job. Like people would call in for a package and they would want additional – um boxes for their tvs and they were like 9.95 a pop so if they wanted four boxes i would do four times ten is 40 bucks minus 20 cents is 39.80 you lost me That's (laughs) that's like was already too much thinking. Comes like fuck yeah. you with basic math. God damn it! I got a calculator, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's another thing—they're allowed to use calculators now. I could have had straight A's if I was allowed oh, to yeah, use a fucking I calculator. Just-
1: I just want to tell all of our high school math teachers, you were fucking wrong. You said I would never have a calculator at my fingertips all the time, and I do. It's called my phone.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, but we still haven't reached the point where algebra has saved our lives.
1: Well, I'm sure it probably has. We just aren't aware of it yet because somebody okay. somewhere figured out something that did affect you on a very real basis in medicine. You just don't realize it.
2: No, no. What it is is they used – and it's exactly what it is. They used fucking algebra to create the hydrant collider, which created the <laughs> the, the uh, ripple effect across the multiverse. <laughs> that is why we're in June, and we've had like 19 universes worth of shit in the last six months.
1: Yeah, I mean that is that is true. So- <laughs>
2: It's fucking mayan calendar like fuck you mayan calendar 2020 doesn't give a fuck it's like honey badger yeah (laughs) yeah it is yeah 2020 is definitely a honey badger don't care
0: honey badger don't care
2: honey badgers don't care and it's it's june like it feels to me like we've lived like seven years in the last six months and it's (laughs) yeah i I can agree with
1: that I, I can tell you that I I really didn't think it was possible, but I learned a lot about my family, you know, my children that, that I've, you know, helped my significant other raise from birth and everything. Uh, I thought I knew everything about them. And then you spend as much time as I have around them lately. Yeah. I'm surprised at the number of things that I've learned.
2: I learned, I that, I learned that I'm fat enough that enough time spent in one chair over the course of the last 90 days will indeed flatten the cushion on it. Yeah,
1: my uh, the recliner I'm sitting in right now, I was surprised the other day. I went and flopped down it, and I was like, oh, my God, I really have destroyed this chair, and I haven't had it here because I've been sitting in it every fucking day.
0: Yeah, my chair's taking a beating, too yeah My, exactly. now we're all gonna get we're all gonna get um news that are all gonna get uh, ads in our phones <laughs> for, for new recliners yeah. for new recliners <laughs> and furniture and shit yeah. god damn it hey hey guys well,
1: while while you're listening to us and, and you're throwing us ads how about you hook me up with one for jeans that are reasonably priced because i have to buy new jeans too i'll send you mom jeans nice nice big flat front panel and a waist slightly higher in the back or in the front than it is in the back good old mom to to any
2: corporate sponsors that might be listening in i could use a new tv in the basement if you just want to you know send one yeah that's
0: because that's how they do it (laughs) reach out
2: to dembeans.biz and we'll give you our addresses
1: (laughs) if that was the case pluto tv would have sent me a care package by now because i have been sucking them off hard for the last four months
2: pluto yeah. tv what the fuck is pluto tv oh it's you great. don't know what pluto tv is do you even do you even listen to podcasts i imagine it's some sort of pirate tv service no no it's no, not. no it's it's a legitimate free
1: television uh service that is uh internet internet based obviously uh in fact i have a roku tv uh in my living room and Pluto is one of the ads that I can get where they have like certain channels where it's like cops, 24 hours a day, classic cartoons, 24 hours a day. You know, there's like all kinds Mystery of science, theater 3000 yeah, and, 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 um, um, um uh, riffraff. Is that riff what it tracks. is? Rift tracks. tracks. That's it. Yeah. Riff tracks. The guys who originally did MST three K and everything. It's all, I mean, it's just literally probably, uh, I would say probably around a hundred channels right now but it's free you have to watch ads
0: every now and again which are kind of annoying but, but it's, it's not actual tv though like no it's not like live television it's no. but it's it's presented in a in a digital television on demand menu style yeah so oh, okay. you, if you look at it, it's pluto.tv. You'll see it. You'll get it immediately. And it's free, and you can download the app for everything. So, literally. my assumption, my assumption, like literally any device you can think of, any uh, OS, which may, may, and it's free with the ads. I assume that it's not, that's probably a Chinese bot. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's be realistic. Hey, it may-
1: very well. It's another way that they're that they're listening to us, but I
2: don't care because we're know, inadvertently they they... doing we're inadvertently doing an ad for Pluto TV. Just. Well, dude, dude <laughs> I, I've
1: done. i this is literally like the twentieth time we've done this. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, anytime, anytime we want to, we talk about it. We're just like, well, it's an awesome service. And that's actually, if I ever do, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be giving them the game away for free, but at this earliest stage in the game when we have, what, nine consistent listeners, <laughs> I think it's probably okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we can probably get away with it for now in the future. Hey, none's would, better than none, so yeah, just remember. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love every one of them.
2: It's interesting, you know, talking about the the TVFs and everything. Like, I'm ditching... Finally, I'm I've been a long time subscriber to traditional television and uh, because I worked for the the Antichrist of TV, I'm not going to name them because nobody wants sued. But if I say the Antichrist of TV, everyone's going to know who it is.
0: Does it start with a C? It starts with a C. Oh, I think I oh. know who you're talking about. So oh, I worked for
2: man. I worked for them for ten years. And that's where I would have loved to have had the Tom Hanks Joe versus the volcano fucking meltdown oh, out. God. That would have been yeah. brilliant. That would have been brilliant. But and then and then I quit and I went to a TV service that's, that has the word Fios in the title. Mm. And then <laughs> you kind of gave that one away. Yeah. Here,
0: here's well, how that, here's how that. how many, many other TV series services are there? I mean, really,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not that many. <laughs> and then that bill went up. So I went to uh the, the uh, I went to the TV of direct and now that bill's about to go up and i'm like well fuck this that's who i have
1: that's who i have right
2: now yeah so i cut the cable a while ago i'm trying out the youtube tv and i'm telling you what i like the youtube tv i like it it's 70 it's 70 channels has all the channels i want and it's like a third of the price it's unlimited dvr and i'm like well shit okay this way, I can still have some regular t v and I don't feel like I'm
1: like you're
0: you still there, Tom? I'm here, okay, Leroy seemed to have dropped off there, yeah, Leroy, what's going on, man? Hello, okay well um <laughs> um <laughs> i I don't quite know what happened, <laughs> yeah
1: um. <laughs> I believe Leroy just got cut off by the NSA because they finally got to him after what he was putting onto his phone. <laughs> I'm back, and
2: I just got a message. I just got a message that my internet is unstable. I talked to- <laughs> you talked about him. That's why. <laughs> I ta- here's the thing. I talked about the company that starts with the C, and then I pivoted to the company that has FiOS in it who i still have my internet through you fuckers are listening to me i like your internet so i love your internet so oh, there's gonna it. be this gap on the recording where i just
1: disappeared yeah <laughs> that's you okay. we, we out. made we made tons of fun of you while you were gone don't worry
2: i think <laughs> i think that just that goes back to our whole conspiracy theory about they're always listening
1: yeah that's so, what I it was
2: think. Somebody was sending me a message. <laughs> Who the hell was listening to my ass?
0: Maybe I think they were cu- trying to remind us that we're at an hour. Maybe it's time to. It very well could have been that. It, it could have been. It could have been.
2: You dropped me on purpose, didn't you, asshole? No, of course not. Of course not. I don't even know how the hell to do that.
1: Yeah, he would. He would have ended up losing the entire recording if that would have happened. It, yeah,
0: exactly. So, and thankfully, and a- he didn't. <laughs> And then I would have to go drink myself into oblivion. So I was at the grocery store the other day, and uh, I was looking at the selection of like prepared foods they had, like oh, yeah? they have the Stromboli's and all that stuff. Mm, I love and this- Stromboli. Mm-hmm. And this this lady is in front of me. And she's having an argument on the phone and something to do with clotted cream. It was really, really weird. Hey, You know what? That sounds interesting and
1: all, but I just looked at the clock and, you know, that's going to have to be a story for another time, dude. Well, shit. I
0: guess not. I guess I have to tell it another time.
2: The Kanye West of podcasts, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do listen to it a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, for obvious editing reasons. If you want to find us online, you can find us at dembeans.biz, where we frequently post articles about of- about the show, uh, things that you, we might have talked about during the show. And because Tom um, forgot, that's D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z. Yes, correct. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Um, so we, uh, we like to uh, share our social media presence on that website. We, in fact, do it so like it so much that we did. Um, you can also send us a message. Oh, that reminds me, before we wrap up, um, Jimmy wanted to share something with us so last okay. last week jimmy uh shared with us the rolodex of love
2: mm-hmm. and he
0: said that his favorite was the houdini when we looked it up the houdini uh. was a sex act in which uh somebody was having sex with somebody and then they had them blindfolded and then they wait until they're about to come and they step out of the room and have someone else step in in their place, and they go out and stand outside the window, and then they take the wind, the blindfold off, and they go ta-da! Well, that was supposedly Jimmy's favorite, and that's a little disturbing.
2: <laughs> so, I he think has, you just said inadvertently advocated rape.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs>
1: And hey, I'm not here to judge on Jimmy. So just <laughs> No,
0: he said he says that's the wrong version of the Houdini. They must have made a couple different ones. The one I'm referring to was doing a girl doggy style and then right before you're about to, you know, ejaculate, you spit on her back to insinuate that you were finished. Then she turns around to suck on your pipe and you blow a load in her face. That's gatutta. Uh, I- that's now that sounds good. That's and uh, that's what I was referring to, not what Mike said. So I'm not that fucked up, lol. I just wanted to make it clear that you guys don't think I'm weird. Make sure you let Mike know that. Oh, I don't
1: think you're weird, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I I love that you I love that you interact with us all the time.
2: This may be it the weirdest way to end a podcast ever. <laughs>
0: oh we're not done yet (laughs) no we're not done yet we were not even finished until i say thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as we enjoyed giving it to you giving it to you like one of the lines from the sanford and son porno hey
1: lamont come on over here and give me a hand job